0: What's up world? It is Wednesday, January 13th. The time is 6.12 with 33 seconds. What's up brother? How we doing? How we living?
1: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And uh, yeah, uh, I had your your little intro. I like that, man. You've been saying hello world for a while? Randomly? Like, you want to start it?
0: Yeah, man. I'm just... That's a young, that's a young one right there.
1: He's like, I am the world. I'm your world.
0: What's up, Zeke? Juve, resurrect. <laughs> hey, what's up? What up, resurrect? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I think I've just picked it up here and there, just probably hearing people say it. Maybe I can't put my finger on where I've heard it, but I, li- I like saying like, "What's up, world? What's up, earthlings?" So I think my way of saying like, "What's up, world?" is like saying like, "What's up to the trees?" Okay. What's up to the cloud? To the clouds. What's up to the dirt? The soil. So you
1: kind of like you're falling like in rhythm to like everything that's part of the this earth.
0: Yeah, and when I say earthlings, that'll be anyone living and breathing. You know, plants, animals, okay. humans.
1: So you're just like I'm. Just uh, I'm just part of this world. right? Just part of this world. It's not my. It's not my life. I'm just part of life. Because that's interesting. Like I forget who stated that where the way certain things are worded how it just changes your entire perspective on something or not fully but at least it jolts you right when instead of saying like well this is my life like no yeah you're just part of life you know and that just changes all thing like it's like well yeah you're right it's like it makes you take a breath and I'm like let me step away from myself for a little bit I'm just part of it you know I just I get invited to the party and yeah. I mean, you're in the party but it'll end for me soon enough but the party's gonna keep going
0: absolutely so
1: speaking of like kind of that, uh, you had shown me a little video that you did like in an IG live, and it made me think about how I wanted to ask you something, so then I could have a better understanding of it because I was thinking about influence and shedding influence, or how it makes us up and all that. So you've been rocking the the Tupac bandana style, which you know it's it's you know like it comes with symbols, right? And it's um, it's kind of polarizing, right? Especially. You not being black, you know, his Mexican, fair-skinned, Um but wearing it like that, aside from it being a very courageous thing to do in the sense of like, because all of us worry so much about, oh, perception, or someone's going to react to this a certain way, and things like that, so I mean it in that sense, you know, that you're courageous, like, yeah, hey, I want to rock it because there's some truth to this, and... I feel confident within myself or even if there's fears involved you still go ahead and do it but I'm already answering it for you so that's what I'm correct. so wh- why do you rock it
0: man in that fashion? well I rock it why I rock it in this fashion is just experience Ex- experiences that that I've gone through in life where I've where I felt like like internally like I, I feel like everything is your your own internal kingdom, your own domain. Like if if you're not comfortable within yourself, how are you able to make other people comfortable? Kind of a way. So my way of of expressing myself or try to cause cause unity, like be a catalyst towards unity and stuff, stuff of that nature. I really feel like wearing a bandana will kind of jolt people kind of like what you said. Like, it'll be like a shock. Like, wait, hold up. This isn't this isn't your regular thing you regularly see. Kind of like if you see a stranger in the street, you, you kind of don't greet him. You look down and you pass them up or they pass you up. But let's say, for example, like let's say, for example, yesterday, I, I was walking to my mailbox and there was like a dude. On the side just chilling, smoking a cigarette. And I just said, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hope you're doing great. And he just looked at me like weird and just said, oh, hey, what's up? So things like that, man. So like the reason why I wear the bandana is just to have a conversation, help people feel Mm. like, you know what? Why, Why are you wearing that? And then. From that conversation, that could probably help that person that's asking that question answer it themselves because maybe it's something within themselves. Because I've, like I said, like, I've, I've questioned myself, like, do I want to wear this? And then me doing that, that's all the wrong reasons. That's not for, that's not me pleasing myself. And like I said, everything starts within. If you're comfortable in your own skin you 're gonna help others become more comfortable and and I want everyone to be that way I want everyone to be confident in that that's literally like the the meat and the potatoes of, of why I wear this
1: so so you feel the way you wear it in the fashion that that you're that you wear because prior to tupac where he said no one really wears it that way right that we know about I'm sure the people wore it like that because of him the um so your intention behind behind it all is or a re a reinforcing the idea of yourself of being confident and comfortable within your skin but somehow on other individuals you're jolting with them because you're not used to that and it's somehow like playing a seed of confidence within themselves if they engage in conversation, how do you think most of them will take it if they don't engage in a conversation with you because that's a rare thing They tend to walk away feeling more like what the fuck was that guy doing
0: yeah Absolutely. I think they would be like, Who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? Right. But like, let's say later on down the road, you come across that person again and be like, Hey, I remember that one time you wore that. Why'd you wear that? Or something like that. So, like, I remember people would tell me, Hey, man, like, why are you always so happy? It's like rainbows and unicorns with you. And like, people really thought, like that was a gimmick. I think they're just calling you gay. <laughs> or maybe that. <laughs> but I'm just like, nah, man. This is this is just who I am. Like when I would go to, oh, like when my coworker, we would go to like the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And I would tell the cashier, "Hey, what's up, man? Have a magnificent day, or have a sensational one." And the ca- and like my boy Oscar would like observe the cashier's reaction, and he would tell me, "Dude, you like." shock everyone every time you like talk to them like that because they're like not used to it and like after you say that i gotta tell them like he's really like this man he's just very upbeat man he's all about that right so yeah man it's also like
1: like your job to have to explain yourself but you're open to the conversation that someone asks you
0: absolutely man so
1: that kind of makes you think about the um the shedding of influences and how much is one influence? Like, so, do you, you wearing it exactly the way Tupac wore it? You obviously, you know the, the uh, what it all comes with. So, do you think at a point or right now it's kind of like maybe like you you'll switch it up in the way you wear it because it's so associated with just him? Or do you feel now that like you've kind of like it's part of you now in the way you wear
0: it? I I feel, whew, it's depending how I feel honestly. Like sometimes i wear a beanie, you know sometimes I'll wear a hat but yeah, like you said, like this has been my 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 thing for for, for a minute for now, right? probably like a year already I yeah. think okay I think I wore this before Zeke was born okay now Zeke's no Zeke's already here in three months uh so. so yeah, I've been rocking this for a minute but yeah, great question um yeah
1: but thanks for sharing some on that with me because we mean you have never really talked about it so I was just wondering if that I did. It came out today when you were talking about
0: that IG live. So I was like, "Okay, I me yeah, let me man, ask you, that, you know, yeah, man." And and uh well, back to the bandana. Like, also, mm-hmm. like, I feel like fashion, man. Like, it, just expressing yourself, just expressing yourself as an individual itself is the antidote to positivity, man. It's like if you artistically know who you are, and you artistically. Express yourself how you artistically really want to I think that's the best thing for this planet Because you know who you are And you're expressing yourself with what you wear You don't gotta use any violent type of words You don't gotta say this, say that So I think there's like a really great positive When it comes to fashion Because that's That that leads to confidence And I just feel like Just People that are jealous or people that are amargados. Like I just feel like that's what's wrong with the world. Like amargado,
1: bitter for ones that don't understand English and some don't understand Spanish.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like why, why be, why be jealous? Why be that individual?
1: So in terms of expression, right, and expressing yourself, and just expressing anyone in general. Well, yeah, man. Like if you, like, why do why do children that can't speak yet that haven't learned that 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 skill yet? Why do they throw tantrums? And it's because yep. that's the only way they can express themselves physically, right? Yep. And I don't think that, I don't think that, you know, I'm not an expert on this, but from the things that I've read and then understand and understanding this, it doesn't change as you get older. If you don't learn how to express yourself in other ways, be it verbally or articulate yourself well, or, you know, in arts, you know, in a physical sport, that's going to manifest itself in some other way, you know, and it's going to mm-hmm. usually be with violence. Mm hmm. Or some way physically. So, yeah. So I think uh, I'm with you there that I think you need to, people need to express themselves and be confident with themselves and all that. Because if you don't express yourself, then somehow it's going to come out another way.
0: Somehow it's going to come out another way. And like you said, yeah. So why not express it every, with an article of clothing, man?
1: <laughs> right. But it's also like, um, like a, um, it's incremental, right? Like it's not like one day you 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 jump from zero to hundred. You know, you've always since you were young. You've always you started expressing yourself with clothes early on, right? Like you started like okay, you, you wore the the big hip hop style at that time. Like it was yeah. Before like, I've always been hip hop style has been heavy heavy influence on you, right? So pro club, all that. The how big were they? Were the size of the shirts? I wore. Bands?
0: I was one hundred and twenty pounds. 5'9", wearing... You're five nine already? you
1: freshman
0: year? Like sophomore year? Nah, I was probably... Yeah, I was probably 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, nah, I think
1: you're like 5'6 or something. Then you started getting... You know, then like I stopped, topped yeah. off at 5'9". Five, five, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you know, that's the point. The point is you were like 120 pounds.
0: <coughs> and I would wear 4X tall t-shirts.
1: How far did the, the so, tall shirt go down? So
0: it would go up to my kneecaps. Okay, so you
1: wore that and a sleeve would go down where?
0: It would go down to probably like
1: By your wrist kinda. Of no, kind of not forearm?
0: no no no. Not soldier boy level, but I was like midway my forearm.
1: So midway to your forearm. And then if you wanted to wore pants or shorts.
0: I would wear dickies.
1: Pants or shorts. Shorts. So shorts, and then what did they go down to?
0: I would probably rock those to like past my calf.
1: And how big were those? How wide were they?
0: Like? I would rock like the thirty-eight waist.
1: Thirty-eight waist, and you at that time were probably like a twenty-two waist or something. Yeah, pretty much. So then it would just be like kind of bunched up and just long. Yeah, okay. yeah, bro. And then with some with, with some, some kicks with right?
0: some. Um, I wore a lot of shell toes. I was like really okay. big in his shell toes.
1: Okay, shell toes, okay, the Adidas, and then but it wasn't only you; it was you and all a your lot boys, of my right? Homies. Yeah, and I also the Ultra Boys, I was. That was a that was a style then, right? Because we're talking about what who was what was what music
0: was playing at the time. That was two thousand four to two thousand seven. So who was it so at that time? A lot of um,
1: well, Kanye had just dropped, but
0: Kanye just the, dropped, right? Yeah,
1: but it was the opposite of that. Style, but, but it was the opposite but of that stuff. Yeah. Who was all in? That it was all like the
0: it was a lot of hip hop. So was it fabulous it was a, and all those other people. Fabulous Soldier Boy, <laughs> Jay Quan. Tipsy, Tipsy, that song. Um, who else?
1: But everyone was rocking that style, right? In hip hop.
0: In hip hop, so that was the movement. That was a hip hop. Them franchise boys, okay. Yep. In my white tee, yup. In and my white And then you tea. and
1: all your boys dress like that, right?
0: We all dress like that. Yeah. All of us, like we roll deep. I would say probably like ten of us, twelve of us. So, Every day.
1: So then. That's what I'm saying about like the levels, right? It happens with in increment, like in increments. So you didn't just go to where rocking this bandana on right now like that. It happened because your whole life you've kind of like been wearing things that weren't I that socially acceptable. Yeah. You know, they were accept. It was a popular thing. So it was socially acceptable in terms of like the mainstream. But being a light-skinned, you know, American-Mexican, like Working out with your boys—that's that's not a very common thing, right? It's not. And then, and then you moved from that to later on. You you know you got to the eighties and like hip like um,
0: I draw more MMA sh- gear. Yeah. Oh like yeah, that, right? the MMA gear. And right? you
1: started you worked out. So then you started wearing out the tighter clothes, and which you still do not. So now it's just an evolution of that. But you've blended it now with like modern hip hop flair, right? Yeah. So rock how you rock things you do, but things are tight fitting to your body. But you have
0: the hip hop in there. But I got the hip hop yeah. and the hip hop so kicks. That's the evolution.
1: <laughs> we should have a, a normal history of your
0: of your style evolution. Hey, that should, We should do that. That'd yeah. be cool, man. So and yours like, too. When you're in high, you were right. rock rockabilly, rockabilly days, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, but that was just for a short span, man. That was just for a short span.
0: Was it? Who was the best rockabilly? So I like Fonzie, <laughs> Fonzie, or um, no, man, Lords just, of Flatbush, or what was that movie?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was just. Too traditional with it. Like the traditional with it was that I liked the whole, like, okay, I'm gonna roll up my jeans, I'm gonna roll up my the sleeves on my shirt, super skinny, roll up my shirt. It's like then so it, and then, you know, super pomade on the hair. So it was all like, it was strictly like that, right? And there was other people that I, but I realized I was putting myself in a cage. But what turned me off too about it was like all the, you know, there was like too much story stuff, but there was like other people that are part of like another group that hated us, and we hated them. And mm. uh, there, you know, they started beefing our Brother Chris or, or our older Brother fought a few of them. There was always issues with that, and then started getting into trouble. But then I started realizing, like, I was like, man, I'm I'm putting myself in a um, in a box. In that box, I was just kind of like, oh well, I can only wear this. Mm. I can't wear tennis shoes going from playing basketball all the time. And transitioning to this because I always loved 50s music, and I and I wanted to be I wanted to I looked up to my older brother, and I wanted to be like him. And I noticed he one time. I remember we were like in school, and when I was two years older than me, and I was a freshman, and that was when I was more like a jock. Like I wore like baggy of clothes and shirts, and gel in my hair, and I played basketball day and night, and you know, I and mean, hung out with the hip hop. Sorry, I hung out with the guys, and we were always into rap, hip hop, Ice Cube. Even though I listened to all my other stuff still, but. One, and I was like looking at girls, I'm like, man, these girls are high, you know, they're seniors, they yeah. And then um, <laughs> one time I saw my brother, our brother Chris, and he was working out a lot. He was on shift, Like he was slicked out Rockabilly, but not exaggerated. Like, he always just tamed the wall. Like, And I saw him with a big group of friends, like a mob of friends, just walking through. And they went right in front of the line to get like some pizza that you get and they they broke your own land no one cared wow it like, was like so popular right and once i saw that i was like man it just got ingrained in my brain i was like man
0: that's gangster and so
1: little by little he started inviting me hanging out with his friends drinking beers at 14 doing all that and seeing how cool they were but you know at that time you're just trying to figure yourself out and we see all these influences and then all of a sudden when i changed the style then i started getting all this attention from girls all this other stuff but then i started realizing that i was like it was girls that just like rock bellies but at the time i was still dating other girls but that's, that's what i did do like right? i was just girls like oh because it's a rock belly and they're just learning too but I was that's like, crazy I right? had, like I you had, had to age like that. that because i only <laughs> did like for like a year two years and then by the time i was like lay sophomore then i just kind of went to my style which was mostly i always wore jeans i always wore button downs like with the collar like button downs and roll up sleeve because i like the way when I had to win That's it. who I couldn't yeah. think of. Like That's that. the James Dean yeah. character I was like thinking that. of. It was, Luke was like pa- that. It was like always oh, just a, like that. Working, to like roll up shirt. Did you do the cigarette like pack? Oh no, what shirt, What kind of
0: cigarettes would you guys do? It's just dumb
1: man. I do like Lucky Strike non-filter.
0: So no, but like, would that be the? Would it be like a certain pack that you would have to use to roll up the no, sleeve? No, just you could roll any pack up. But that's crazy. Like you would roll up a yeah, pack of cigarettes. You're trying to be so much like a '50s, you know, and then that's gangster. So then, when I, like, clean <laughs> like, style out of that. I was
1: just kind of always wearing like like jeans and chucks and a plain colored shirt or uh, or button down long sleeve shirt, jeans, boots still. And that's where I kind of kept the style like that, you know.
0: That's tight, man. That's real cool.
1: But it's just just funny shit, man. Like, I thought about that for years, and there's people that still do it you know
0: the rockabilly well, huh? people
1: that i that i used to talk to back in the day that years later i next few times they're still kind of doing it i just always felt like it was like cool
0: like yeah it's
1: like even to have that thought as that age i remember when at that age when i was doing it where even then it felt restricting because it'd be like no that's how you gotta be like this forever or something i was like at
0: 15 thinking like 14 15 like that imagine that how oh, ridiculous yeah, that man. idea that's a and at box, that time, you. Think, oh, yeah God. and i was like oh man
1: no so then i just kind of because it always there, there was like yo you're a traitor or you're a transformer you switch styles
0: transformer that's what they used to
1: tell people like that are always into so styles. transformer right. was that for people that that's never styles heard that much, they would be like there was be a guy that was always into style like oh being a rebel was into he was a rebel then oh being a raver was into, it as a raver. Then being this and the How would you similar. dress
0: as a rebel though?
1: A rebel was similar except they were modernized, so they wore like jeans, but it'd be boot cut and they'd kinda of be flared out, kinda of like the bottom, where like you cut the bottom of the, the jean, okay. And that goes over the boot. Big buckles, like big buckles, like Harley Davidson buckles, even known as Harley Davidson of course. Um, and like like bag shirts. Yeah. Like, that was like that was more like so that's kind
0: of like what
1: and they always go more like to clubs and stuff
0: like what is it called um gothic swag kind
1: of no gothic is just black you know like
0: black but they kinda. wear like well they wear skinny jeans right
1: i guess i don't know man things have changed so much man so i think it's like each style has i think evolved depending on as time progresses as
0: time progresses dude that'd be interesting to just have like a conversation with like every different person with their own type of swag, yeah. Like why and they rock that swag,
1: where they're at now, and how they remember the, what they used to rock back then. You yeah, might have been following people around with the camera at that time to see what my answer would have been at fourteen, fifteen. Dude, I would and love that. Now, that's
0: why my boy Alfred would say this because I remember at time I was like, I'm always gonna wear. 4 t shirts. Right. And he, he told me one time, he probably forgot, but I never forgot. Right. But he told me, he like, I remember that one time you said, yeah. And I was like, damn, he got me. He's right. That's I did say problem. that. That's good, though, because... I dropped like, six like, Because
1: when you're a kid, man, you're like, so like, <laughs> oh, no, this is the way. This going to be the way.
0: You think you yeah, know everything.
1: Not even, not even necessarily. <laughs> you're just learning. You know, you're, you're just learning.
0: You don't learning know anything in yet. high school. You, it's crazy. The same time you think you do. You
1: think you. And you think this could be you forever. Yes.
0: But that's what so we think. So crazy.
1: I was like, oh. Would go into like some catastrophic thinking, you know, and be like, "God, I'm stuck for life for this. What the fuck, now?" Yeah, man. So then it's like, then I, you know, it didn't help. Then didn't help that I started getting into trouble because I come home drunk or whatever. And then I was grounded for a long time, couldn't hang out with certain friends, and, mm-hmm. and I also felt never like I always wanted to be part of a group because you want to be part of a community, but it was only with that group that I wanted to be part of. But I think it was because it was always connected to our older brother, because after that I didn't follow crowds, but in that one I did, and then once. That stopped, and they were all mostly kicked out of school, and other ones did something else. Like, I just had specific friends. I started getting more involved in the arts and the stuff I was into—reading and poetry, and music—and then I just never followed the crowd. You know, it was kind of like mm-hmm. on my own or close tight friends. But that was interesting because during that time, maybe because I learned so much from like, oh, this was—I didn't like who I was.
0: Tight, I was tired of that, you know. That's cool. You were having that reevaluation. evaluation. Uh, you found enlightenment already yeah. at what, 15? 16. I don't know about
1: enlightenment, but I, I felt like. like you, you saw like your. I think more like 16, 15, You 16 saw your I crossroads. At, I saw like, man. And then, you know, heavily influenced by the films and shows that I watched at the time and thinking who oh, I thought was cool, who was that, and like.
0: Yeah. And like it's,
1: it's cool to be. It's okay to be solitary, man. It's yeah. It's okay good to be that. Mm-hmm. You still have your friends and all that. And. You know, and that's, that's how it goes, man. But you were always, but you were different. You always, you were like the the cool kid for us because you were the one that was like we referred to as the cool people that we knew in school. Because you had all your friends at our parents' house all the time because you were the baby. So you always had a big group of friends. You would always have get-togethers at the house, and our, our parents were probably worn down by then, so they accepted it. But with us, we couldn't even have people over. We could have a few people over here and there. That's
0: yeah. It.
1: So you always had friends. And to this day.
0: Still that's close. Fortunate, it's the same ones, man. Yeah, man. Since, fuck, dude. First grade. A, f- a few. Danny since first grade. Alfred since third grade. Christian since fifth grade. And all my other boys. Julian. Oh, Mexican Miguel since third grade, I think. And, then, and what's
1: crazy? They used to call him Mexico Miguel in third grade too, huh? <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> nah. And then Black Miguel, <laughs> yeah. Steven,
0: the the Ontario Woodcrest crew, two thousand three Julian.
1: Is this like 10, 8? Yeah,
0: dude. And I'm sorry and if I we're talking anybody. about <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about like ten people. We're talking about
1: everyone from the all my boys from our fantasy football league. Yeah, well, there's some added one sack that we even didn't. Zach, Jake.
0: So there's people that are Ryan. in that
1: group that they're are still your closest that friends. yeah that's wild man. that's a beautiful thing
0: and you too man you're you've known johnny and damn bro your, your boy's gonna leave man you've known him since what year 1996
1: no 94 freshman year we're not we're in a p class oh fuck
0: 1994
1: damn. yeah so we were 14 man so we're talking about what um 26 years
0: Twenty-twenty-one. Twenty-six
1: years I've been, uh, we've been friends. Twenty-seven, maybe. Because I was fourteen, and I'm forty-one now.
0: Twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, man, so...
0: Damn, bro. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, man, so it's, it's wild, man. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, um... You know, he's not brothers, there's only a few people that you can call brothers, you know, and... And then, uh, there's something to say about... You knew, knowing someone when you were fully, like, naked and vulnerable. You know, that when you're... They know what you've been through and the styles that you did and the way you used to think and people you dated and if you were scared of it from someone or in a fight or, and there's there's something so, un, it's unmatched. It really is just unmatched because you can't, no one can experience that unless you experience it with that person mm-hmm. and you just feel naked with them, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a thing, man. It's like uh, you're unguarded, and no matter who you are now and what what shield you built up and what armor you've added and how much money you're making and how ugly you've become or whatever, like it's you're still that same person back then, you know? Yeah, the they still
0: make. know your vulnerable moments. Yeah, man. That's crazy. That's wow. Same way, beautiful. <laughs> right.
1: And so I know this is like this could be kinda of like a like a hard turn or whatever, but like mm-hmm. I was uh I watched this movie yesterday and it's and I've been wanting to see like a Western of this type and it's called Meeks Cut Off.
0: Meats or Meeks? Meeks Meeks, Meek's Cutoff. Cutoff
1: And it's uh I've already seen it but it's about the Oregon Trail. So we're talking about like in eighteen like sixty seven, around that time where and the entire movie is not for most people because it's basic, it's just a journey with no sharp plot turns you know no twists or anything Like so it's it's following like three whatever wagons yeah wagons three wagons three wagons three three separate families together with a guy that's leading them who's Meek his name is Meek and it's just (laughs) Mickey Mouse right Mickey Mouse (laughs) it should have been it's like right it's just like this journey and it's just not much happens, but everything happens. You know, so it's like uh what this has to do with maybe maybe it's just vulnerable, maybe turn to that, but it's uh I think it's a magic move because they actually still make films like this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess the point of that was that um maybe thinking about school and playing the Oregon Trail. <laughs> you <know what> that <laughs> hey, one? I remember that. So maybe it's that's how I thought of like, why did I you probably came like, What about what about, the fuck are what you about, about? Meek's you're cutoff. excited?
0: You're excited for the bills, bro. Congrats. This is the first playoff win in 16 years,
1: longer, dude. No, it's just 95. 95 was the first playoff, win, the last playoff win,
0: the last time we won a Super Bowl. Shit.
1: Oh, we're talking about oh five, we're talking
0: about I was six years old, 25 years ago,
1: 25 years ago, yeah, 25 years ago, man. So, so, so you, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. You excited? Game was fun, you know, you were over. We got that guy was drinking, had a good time. That was a good one. Uh, they barely won because the Colts outplayed us. The Colts out, like oh, The Colts outplayed the Bills, <laughs> and um,
0: dude, you're the only Bills fan, bro. I don't Josh care about like anyone just, it was Josh
1: Allen who made all the difference. Oh, that dude is amazing, man. If you look at the stats, it's like, my freaking Philip Rivers was balling. Philip Rivers' receivers dropped. Some easy passes, mm-hmm. also that benefit us. And then, defensive the defensive players will come last second and strip out a ball uh, for the cutouts in the air. So they did some great plays. So defensively, there was a lot of good stuff. But Josh Allen was a difference man.
0: I love that play he made when he like um, scrambled and then he like jumped. Tight yeah. He jumped like I remember Andrew Luck did that against mm. the Chiefs. I think in the playoffs when they came back too. Oh, I like literally thought about that when Josh Allen, Dude, that
1: was, weren't they down 14 by like zero. 30?
0: Were they? I think it was 14-0 and then they came back. I remember because I missed
1: that great playoff game because I was hanging out with my friend Rachel, an ex-English teacher of mine, and we went to the museum in LA and we were having a drink at like a... that, that famous part in Los Angeles where like the early people that got to Los Angeles and built this city, Bunker Hill. There's like oh, this uh, bunker, there's like this uh, this little like bar. And I remember having like a stout beer and talking and looked at, like I looked at the TV. And they're like, Oh the culture there's this is amazing coming. I was like,
0: dang. You're like, man, this Moscato ain't hitting. Huh? Right? And I also missed that
1: other playoff game because you're such a big cowboy fan where I went to go see the movie Gravity with this girl I met. out in Pasadena. Uh-huh. And I think that was the game that we play the was Seahawks? the Seahawks score. On it, unless I'm tripping, was there a game where it was Tony Romo against Payne Manning? Oh and yeah, that, we lost one 51 to 48, yeah, yeah. bro. That's what it was.
0: Oh man, well he threw so an interception.
1: Nah, there was 99 points scored combined.
0: Dude, they blamed him. The media blamed him for the loss, and he had to like 50, six touchdowns.
1: 51 48.
0: Yeah, bro. He threw See, a pick in like, like, <laughs> Payne Peyton Manning like brave, ran dude. it in for a touchdown. I was like, this one. what? Yeah. Was this the playoffs? It was the nah. regular season nah, game. No, that'd, that'd be the Super Bowl. It was a regular oh. season game.
1: Oh, you don't ever... Am I tripping? Okay, so you, the never Broncos, the Cowboys. NFC, you never play the NFC in a regular season randomly? It's always you stay with an AFC? No, they're... You play NFC sometimes, right?
0: No, no, no. Cowboys, NFC, Broncos, AFC.
1: Right, right, right. But I'm it saying like... It
0: wouldn't N- be the playoffs. Because they're different conferences. Oh, I'm tripping. That's right. Yeah, so they, they right. played, they played each you. other in the season. You're probably in thinking... the regular
1: you can play the NFC, right, if it's organized? Yeah, play. you play okay.
0: two two conferences. Gotcha. There, there's south, north, east, west. You play north-south one year, and then the next year you play right. east-west. And west.
1: your division does two. Yeah. Play the same team. So you
0: just pick two, you take so two was divisions. So
1: it a regular season game. Was yeah. it Monday night or something? No, it was yeah. a
0: Sunday. I think it was Sunday 1 p.m. game.
1: Damn, they scored at the end?
0: Romo threw an interception at the end. And, uh, it was 51 to 48.
1: And how much shit did you break?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I can't. That's when I'm... Yeah, man. I can't. That's what I feel now, bro. It's like, why? Why do, why does the media say, Oh, that person's not loyal. Don't like him. That person's not loyal. What do you mean? Give exact- me Like what with, like with LeBron exact- James. Like the whole okay. LeBron James fiasco. Like people were actually saying, Oh, he's not loyal. He's not loyal. Like you left that team. don't you think that's like like to me from my experience i felt like hearing that type of loyalty this loyalty that is like the same type of bs when it's like oh like what like the stuff tupac talks about when he's like oh i had to leave the hood because if i stay in the hood i'm gonna get i'm gonna get robbed but people would say i'm fake but i can't stay here so like I think it's like a fake it's like a fake fairy tale. So what I'm what what my what I'm trying to say is, uh-huh. is like when it comes to so much emotion for one team, it's so negative, bro. Well for me it was negative. I used it negatively. But now that I've like separated my emotion with a lot of sports, I've been very smart and tactical when it comes to what I think's gonna happen because I remove the emotion. It's just like Observations of what I've learned.
1: Well, let's get a little background on this. Okay, so when you were fully immersed in your sport teams, right? You already, like the thing you had a passion for, you were fully emotional in it. Paint me a picture of that so I could get like the the difference. How were you at that time when, if you look at that back? It would just make, it would
0: make or it would literally make or break my day. Like, give me an example. Like, Like I remember when Rashi Wallace uh-huh. was in Game Seven of the NBA Finals with the Pistons, because no, I'm good because I'm a huge Rashi Wallace fan. Yes, and they lost to the Spurs in Game Seven, and I remember I would record every single Rashi Wallace game. Did
1: you guys go to round table?
0: Yeah, round table. Is it round table? Oh yeah, as soon as we left round table. You was a round table with your friends, right? I forgot what that. Yeah. So as soon as we left round table, I remember little newspaper stands where you would like put it. In oh the yeah, you get the. I remember slack. I yeah. slammed all the newspaper stands, like three of them.
1: They weren't that much. In they the weren't round?
0: cemented. No, for some reason. You, you yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. And then I remember I got home and I broke that VHS as soon as I got home. That's I threw eight, it against right? the wall. Yeah.
1: So it was just, but how old were you though?
0: um mm, 2000 well they like won it i won him they won freshman year he won a ring when i was a freshman
1: against the lakers
0: yeah and then i think junior year i think i was 16
1: so you're still fully young right so but like you were still young so what about most recently So you no, when you're still more so like let's just say like a cowboys so yeah. most recently like a cowboy game were you still that intense I,
0: I used to be before well, let's talk about that camp. before. Yeah. yeah so before
1: Zeke was born mm-hmm. so you were just more emotionally like and why do you think that was because you gave me a good explanation that now you're different from that that like you're mm-hmm. able to I won't put it put it in your words like how are you now better so I can see
0: yeah I just I just realized that kind of like in the movie A Bronx Tale when Sonny tells Coladillo the Yankees don't pay your bills so that, like I felt like I had my son That sunny, was from
1: his dad, that was Sonny, right? That was Sonny,
0: like it wasn't his, other, his father
1: figure.
0: Yeah, his other father figure. So like that kind of resonated with me one day because it's true because... Why am I putting so much fucking energy into something when I'm not getting something back? Yeah, I mean it's cool as a hobby and it's cool as namaste, relaxing time, you know? But if it makes you reactive in a negative way... Like, bro, why? That's toxic for your internal body. Like, I would react towards every play. First down. Yeah. And then, man, come on. Like, throughout the whole game, bro. Like, that, I don't, I think that takes a toll on your body. So it took a toll on my body. Yeah, well, I
1: think it's it's not good. But you became rational about
0: it. Yeah, it man. When?
1: It came when, though? After having your son?
0: No, it came that, it, well, after having my son, it came rational. Like, you can't be like this, bro. At all. But, like, it came, like, when the Cowboys lost to the Packers when um, Matt Flynn played on Christmas. I don't know if it was Christmas. But I remember we lost when Aaron Rock... ago. few years, Aaron, years ago? Uh, no, I, mean, no, I, don't, I remember I, I drove. And I was like, Rock, we need to bounce now. I'm pissed. Mm. or Whatever. We left my brother's house in Arcadia.
1: Oh, but, I remember that. Yes, yes. That.
0: Like, I had a... In uh, uh, I don't know Nervous break I had an anxiety attack Okay Cause of that shit So Cause I put so much energy into it And I was so mad at the outcome Because I I literally put so much energy into it Like my whole energy Like we're gonna win this game There's no way we could lose Like for real And like I literally Hoped So much Right And for it to not come fruition I was like What? So Especially something you can't control and I can't control it. And it's like the dumbest thing ever. And like me going, like, I went to the other end, bro. And I was like, I never want to even swim that way no more.
1: So do you think people... It's a distraction. That, that correlates with the way people are with politics? And the people mm-hmm. they represent? Because they can't control. The other thing we control, like you. Now you, can, you control the way your perspective is on it. And how much emotion mm-hmm. you're going to put on it. And to realize it's fucking trivial. Right? sports are true. like I love sports they're great but I did after the Michael Jordan retired and all that like there's still emotional to get with certain teams because it's just they just pick mm-hmm. us I mean I'm following the Bills and I was a kid they chose me on and Barcelona to get emotionally involved but I'm too rational about it like to get involved because it comes down to like thinking about the Bronx it's like you think if your dad loses your job Mickey man will pay your bills he don't give a fuck he don't give a, fuck. Don't give a shit you and I'm, not, exactly. I'm getting, like too rational with them I'm, like they don't care they don't even know I exist is it cool for a moment of joy but does it really change anything it doesn't the Dodgers won first time they win in fuck since 88 man I I didn't miss a single game this year Mm -hmm. because you know the Dodgers got back in direct TV you know so it was great I watched every game Uh, the pandemic we're at home all this other stuff so I wasn't going out really well you can't you know and um, watched every single game didn't miss one playoffs and everything it was cool and I enjoyed it and it was great but it was it
0: you understand. know what I mean? And,
1: and, and that's a healthy way. Is because they lose, they lose. And they lose, because they lose. It's like, no, but it's like, it's trivial. But politics are not trivial. But how much we can control politics is true. Like, we can't, can't really. control it. So all these, like, Trump fanatics and Biden fanatics. I don't even know how uh, fanatics, but I guess Trump hater fanatics and yeah. Trump fanatics. Man, you know, people that's are like. That's crazy. Like, that's what you see in sports arenas. Like, this thing, I wonder if it just gets incited more because it's. We, we understand that we're hopeless because we can't control it. Yeah, I can't control And we're control just hanging out. on this balance. So I'm I'm just
0: know. sticking to like what I believe in life. You know, it's like you believe what you believe, I believe what I believe. That's good, man. We so our now c-
1: when you watch a certain game, do you sometimes feel like it's creeping in and you shut it right away? You you recognize it and you're like, oh, okay no. Because it's gotta it's gotta creep in sometimes, especially if we're doing it for such a long period a certain way.
0: Man, I just Oh man! If they ever get to the playoffs, we're gonna find out. But it's just like I—I needed—I—I've taken a step back. Like I've—I've I've seen myself how I've reacted and I accepted the mistakes I've—I've I've made of like how I would talk to people or how 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 I would act in a public place. Things like that is embarrassing, and I don't want to ever go through that or have anyone else go through that. So me speaking about it, I think will probably help like anyone who probably feels like i have to act like i'm the biggest fan you don't have to act like the biggest fan because i used to feel like i need to cheer harder than people i need to rock shit i need to rock more jerseys i need to clap for every play because i'm a bigger fan than you because
1: you understand every detail of the game as opposed to the highlights you have to show that right
0: you have to show that and then that's what i would do bro that's not healthy. It wasn't healthy for me. And yeah, I, I see a lot of people I see a lot of people do that and, right. and then I don't think people know they're doing that. Really? Yeah, bro. That's why I didn't know I was doing that. That's why. I didn't know. I didn't know I was doing that.
1: Yeah, even though we would tell you or something like after a game. No. Anything, that was like, my, my shit. So then this recent one where they lost, you did that extremely well, right?
0: I was great.
1: So you were just like you were just like
0: even though, like... Even though it sucked. And you're like, it yeah. sucks or whatever. No, but, like, even though, like, the refs... Like, no fa- no victim mentality yeah, shit. Yeah, done yeah. with victim mentality. But, like, there is... You're blaming it, the zebras. No, but there is a moment... <laughs> there is a moment where it was, like, a bad call. Okay. And I was just like... I didn't even talk about it. Like, I didn't even... I didn't even blame the refs. But, like, I knew... I knew what happened, I'm Sorry, but, man. I have to take this.
1: Sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. I need to take that phone call, but... You're in the middle of something extremely important because I was here to witness it. And this game had playoff implications, right? Yeah. So now that I cut you off, but it's pretty bad. Like, so you said you knew, you, you broke market you had like a referee messed up that had a strong effect on the game. Huge. And then how did you um, I, like I this? Like
0: I knew what happened, but that's that's the same story every year like with refs for us so it's just like you know what i don't want to do the same narrative you know what like i'm not even gonna say anything you know what the reason why we lost is because the other team scored more points that's the only reason we lost
1: and also another thing that's even more like has even more layers to it is the fact that you now for some time have been really focused on positivity and 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 shedding judgment, and understanding your perspectives, and understanding other people's perspectives, and, and then you've always been physically fit and, and engaging in that in your in your shell, right? In your body, internally, mentally, and everything. And in terms of mentally being positive and all that, and preaching things, that you feel that, man, I ain't doing something stupid because it contradicts the way I want to live my life and my philosophy of life.
0: Yeah, man, because I remember telling my girl, I was like, Football's my, like, relaxing day. And I remember her saying, is it really? And then I just remember, yes. and I just remember her saying, is it really just laying in my brain? I'm like, is it really relaxing? And I was like, you know what? Not, not for the most part, you know, <laughs> not for the most part.
1: Cause you, like, you'd be tense, right? Like, you
0: will be tense. Why be tense? Just enjoy the game, dude. Yeah. And like... I don't like roller coasters, but enjoy the ride. Just enjoy yeah. the ride. That's it. It happens. It happens, bro. You won. Congrats, dude. It's a lottery in football, dude. Yeah, football Football's a lottery, dude. You know, what I got in case of emergency, I got five rings. I can just say, we got five rings, bro. I mean, if it makes you feel better. If it makes me feel better. That's it. Better <laughs> to
1: rationalize it. But yeah, man, I think that's, that's a very strong growth, man, because how many um, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds... Do we see a sports bars that are still like, I don't that, know. Da, 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 da. You know, and it's like, man, yeah. it's a sad thing, you know, like.
0: I don't want Z carried out yeah. of a bar. I don't want Z getting in a fight because of a right. game.
1: Because, how many fights do you think you escaped? You know, a bunch probably, and bro. That could have led to like uh, jail and a lot weekend, of dumb fines things. and all kinds of shit. And that's what, yeah, bro. And then arguing, like we'd argue with siblings, siblings, and, loved and I mean, loved ones, gotta be loved friends. By, but when you mix all that additional emotion, you feel like it's if someone says something about the team you root for. Because in one part, I think it is silly to say, oh oh, we were doing good," but I just did it not too long ago. But the way I could rationalize it is like, well, they take my time. And they take my money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, I still have to be like, well, it's not me doing anything out there. They're doing good. So I get it when people say we, because emotionally they're invested in all that, right? No, you got to so, say it's, we. So it's totally fine. It yeah. makes it easier and you associate yourself with it because you defend them. But it's got, that's why I think it's a beautiful thing that you've been able to do that transition to be like, nah, oh, man, it's, that shit's silly. I'm silly. Silly man. to get that far.
0: They made me you know? cry so much, bro. It's oh, not I even worth you. it, dog. <laughs> well,
1: I think with that, man, I think it's good. You want to wrap it up? No, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, well, this it's weekend, good. man. Hopefully, the Bills win. If not, you know,
0: Lamar we'll train see if coming. I can
1: practice what you practice. <laughs> or- <laughs> I'm
0: rooting for the Bills, man. So, but thank and you, man, guys. Man,
1: man, Lamar train's coming to real, man.
0: Lamar train gonna do well. <laughs> Love you, Thanks, y'all. Love you too, bro. Under perception. We out. Thank you.